Welcome to a very special episode of All Talk FC. We are talking the UEFA Nations League final and third and fourth place. The Women's World Cup's kicked off. We've got some transfer gossip and anything else we can get up to. Let's go! league we've come third which i guess is an improvement on the world cup it's about that's the best result we've ever seen of an england team in our lifetime in any yeah. competition right yeah well look they came fourth in the world cup they've gone third in the nations league so that's an yeah. improvement can't wait to lose yeah. in the final of the, of the euros <laughs> it's fun yeah because after losing to holland there was quite a lot of like daggers out for uh southgate and saying ah oh, that we always lose when we face a half decent team and and I was like, hang on, finishing third and then they, well, at the time we didn't know that, but we could have finished fourth. You're like, finishing fourth in a, in a competition for England is something that we never even thought we'd get close to. Yeah. Like, And conveniently, you can easily forget that we were in a group with Spain and Croatia. Yeah. So we, the fact that we were the ones we to qualify the them. three of them. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess bigger picture, I think probably because people don't really, I don't know, do we even know sort of the ramifications or what it means or the gravity of what, the Nations this? League yet? Do you know what I mean? I don't know. It's, it's not. It's like, well, we came third. That's good. I don't really know what it means. I mean, we're... we're we came third out uh, of 55 teams. I, I'll take that as a win. Yeah? Yeah? Okay. I mean, we're recording this right uh, during the uh, Portugal-Netherlands final. And whoever wins that, I mean... So the first half was all Portugal. Yeah. So... How did uh, how did Bruno Fernandes play? I missed the first half. Uh, watching it? He's missed two... I, I haven't watched the whole first half, but oh. I saw him miss two big chances. Oh, he's great. But not missed by much. But... Uh, so, how would you rate England's performance then? Probably in the, against Netherlands, first of all, and then uh, uh, for the fourth England place. England always seem to have strong first halves. Like, we seem to come out of the block quite all right. Um... I thought we were relatively comfortable, but you just you just can't make individual mistakes the way England did and expect to win. Like we gave away all three goals. Well, the corner maybe not, but we definitely gave them two goals. Yeah. I I think um, both te- both games are really similar for me in that. There's there's clearly a style of play, and if there wasn't, we'd all be complaining that Gareth had no style of play. So at least he's trying to do something. Um, it is weird that they keep changing formation when we were so adamant on that five at the back and now we've never played it since. But that's fine if that's what he wants to do. But it's just the build-up. I get the build-up and it works. It's just so slow. And I don't know if it's just because... Oh, I think it's because the midfield aren't giving any options. But yeah, it's it just so it slow. It wasn't our strongest midfield though, was it? Oh, what is our strongest midfield? Well, we, we laughed Not... about this the other week, didn't we? When we? Before the Nations League, when the Champions League was on, and we were saying, oh, do you wonder if do you think the Champions League players will play? And we're like, well, they have to, because look at our midfield. They didn't, and they didn't, didn't they? and look what yeah. happened. Oh, do you think that, that's, that's a bit of an error, I think, probably, looking back on it? Because I don't know what conditions the players would have been after the final. They've probably been out in the piss, I guess, maybe for like at least a day. Well, half of them will be devastated <clears throat> and half of them will be celebrating. Yeah, but irrespective of that, I'm talking about maybe like their levels of fitness or, or you know, are they going to be tired from the final? I'm, are they going to be hung over for the most part? They're only going to be training for the t- with the team, what, maybe two days? 
I'm not sure we Would lost Would you still that play game. him? I don't think we lost that game because we rested the players in the Champions League, necessarily. I know we've just said about the midfield, but we were an inch away. Like, literally, we were half of Lingard's foot away from winning it. Yeah. Like, it, it looked bad, well, but really, if that had, that if that had changed... Goal. That would have only been one goal. Right, but it was the 87th two, minute. Yeah, it yeah. would have made it 2-1 to us. That, that was a game changer. Yeah, oh, completely. And um, and we, were, we had our tails up completely after they scored. So it... It's really easy to look back on it and go, well, look, we lost all those stupid mistakes or we played so badly. Actually, all the stats, I mean, the stats, you know, I like stats. Danny They're stats. all in our favours. But I don't think we played that badly. We just lacked a little bit of quality and lacked options. So if you're going to play a style, which means you keep the ball and you constantly play it through the thirds, like you have to have players on to always pass to. Otherwise, it just doesn't work. That's why Man City is so good, because they always have players but on. But the thing is, this whole... The, the one thing that sort of got on my nerves is that they were blaming or oh, passing it out of the back that's the issue I'm like no matter what tactics you do if your player trips over the football and yeah, falls over you can do. that is not that is not a Southgate tactic oh John yeah. Stones didn't seem to have any options so he fell over yeah. <laughs> like that's not that's not like and do you know what I think the, the problem with the playing out the back type of thing is that whenever it doesn't work then the daggers will start coming out about you shouldn't be passing it as centre back you shouldn't be trying to play out of the back there's not really much complaint until it's quite I mean I guess it's going to be quite glaring if there is a big mistake because it's so close to the goal do you know what I mean it's yeah. like it's like a goalkeeper having a really great game but then they do one gaff and all of a sudden you're like oh he's yeah. you know but look, look at today like they, they did it six seven maybe eight times Maguire did it today Joe Gomez did it today they just, they just got away with it they didn't yeah. make. They didn't fall over the ball, and the others didn't score. And and I they, think actually, if Switzerland had a slightly have, better attack, they might have stood a chance. But. Potentially having Hart uh, also a few days longer just to work on it. Like we we can't underestimate how short a time they have. Yeah. To work like to work on these systems, but uh, I know when we you compare it to City and Tottenham, who play out the back quite a lot, they have their structure nailed in, but still you like. It's not that difficult, like. But I think I think that the problem with um, England is, all right, fair enough. They're playing it out of the back. I don't think they've actually got the midfielders to probably give the centre backs a bit more confidence. In not giving in that game. Do you know what I mean? Delph, no. Rice, and no, but it takes. Barkley. Yeah, it takes. Barkley, it yeah. takes for the players to Barkley be in the right was position. the one who yeah, gave away the first. Messed goal. up. It takes the players. Yeah. It probably takes the centre backs. You know, if you think for Man City or or, or um, uh, Spurs or anything like that, I know if they got Dele Alli, but. If you've got Ericsson in front of you, if you've got players of quality that can receive the ball, turn and go, as opposed to probably yeah, give it right back to you. You know, what the centre backs are almost like, well, what am I gonna do? Just pass it to you to pass it to me back and well, that's, probably leave him with much today. confidence. Yeah, and it, but it doesn't give him but it doesn't give him much confidence to keep going and, and doing that. And then maybe they probably try and overplay it and that, that could be a, um you know, John Stones or the centre backs fault in trying to overplay it. But they're just looking for options. But that's exactly what happened today in, in today's game. Switzerland weren't as good, well, aren't as good a team as Netherlands, and you no. can tell. Because if we'd played Netherlands again today, we, we probably would have lost again. Although our finishing was a bit poor, we probably well, would have no, lost I again. Think because... that's our, for me, that's one of our big worries is we, we create a lot of chances. I like It was 0-0 at half-time, but it could have easily been 4-0. Yeah, Sterling was wasteful. I mean, we, to be fair, we hit the, the post and crossbar five times in today's game. That's a miss so, still. When, no, yeah, but... It's pretty unlucky. Like Harry Kane's chip was great. Sterling's free kick was great. The um, the shot that hit the post 
uh, Cumber here was was great. And then obviously both games we've had game we've had late goals disallowed. Even in the World Cup, not. it was the same. Like when we scored to go one 0 up against Croatia, we missed quite a few chances yeah. soon after that, and that is quite worrying. And I think one of the reasons is Lingard, Deli Ali, Rashford. Like although Rashford didn't play today, but these players don't seem to care that like as much when they miss. They seem to need three or four chances. Yeah, they're, they're not as clinical for sure. Like, they're not world class clinical. You see, like Deli Ali or miss a header, and I think Lingard missed like a, a shot when he first came on against Holland. And it's like they don't seem that disappointed when they've missed. They're like, oh, I've created a chance. Like, but what do you want? You want them to cry and like at least at least if they get on with it, they've probably learned throughout their career because they do miss. They've learned just to get on with it, and yeah. then they'll get a chance. I guess the next maybe one. It's you, Kane is the same. You take it like oh. Hopefully they'll go to training and be practicing their, their yeah. shots and whatever. I don't know what more. I don't know what else yeah, you I'm want not, from them. Really, I don't know what you mean by that? But um, so you you guys will definitely probably understand this more than me. But because at the moment we've also got the the Euro twenty twenty qualifiers right this yep. weekend. Yeah. But obviously the the four teams that are in the semi final or final aren't playing. So what does that mean in terms of their qualifications? Have they qualified for? So <laughs> it all comes. I'm yeah. not even trying to be here, funny now. Here, we, here we go again. So basically, if you win the Nations League, which one of Portugal or Holland, whoever, will automatically get a space in Euro 2020. They still qualify. They still have to go through qualifying. It doesn't really matter. They've already got their space. If they qualify through Euro 2020, let's say Portugal win this, yeah, and they already they qualify through their group, then that space would go to right through to their Holland. qualifying group. That space would go to Holland. If Holland have already qualified through their group, that space will go to us. If we already qualified through our group, the space will go to Switzerland. And it will keep going on and on and on Jesus. until there is somebody that hasn't qualified through the Euro 2020 groups that did do really well in the Nations League, they will get a space. So basically, but the qualifiers England, are going on right now, so how, how, does, how does that work in terms of fixtures? So they'll be... Well, because well, the qualifiers always well, go... they just make it, up the group. Yeah, they'll just make yeah. it up because they're only one game behind. Yeah, normally there's odd amount... And there are. Most teams have an odd amount yeah. of te- uh, Most think, leagues have odd have teams, so you always have one off. One qualifier, yeah. usually in a two-game week. Yeah, OK. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, um, but it's going to be hard not to... Because this Euro It's going to be hard not to qualify. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be, loads of teams. It's going to be it? nearly impossible not to qualify. Yeah. Plus, we've already won our first three games. Well, England's not that bad. Where we're, I don't think we have to worry about them not qualifying. We're, we're pretty actually, much already qualified. So, like, in our honest. lifetime, bar one year under McLaren, England have always... The best football we've ever seen England play has always been in qualifying. Because yeah. we're playing Germany, crap. We've beat <laughs> Spain. We've Why beat, is that? That's so weird. Uh, normally it's home games. <laughs> do you think it's pressure though? But do you think yeah? Do you think yeah. oh yeah, pressure? Think, I just don't think the English well. players just 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 crack under pressure. I, I think I, I think as well the World Cups are summer. Why usually don't we travel in, well? No, but I think we I think we travel well in qualifiers because they're win- they're over winter. Yeah, we, we I don't. Think we, we don't, don't play in the summer well. Like, <laughs> don't do with, do, with, do with hot weather good. No, no. I don't I, think we what do. I mean by don't travel well is in, we in play, big tournaments. We don't have big tournament. We haven't historically had a lot of players with big tournament experience, like on, I don't an, know inter- about on the international that. scene. Well, you t- really. well, well, if you talk about players that play in Champions Leagues and and those mm. kind of tournaments. No, no, no. I'm talking about knockout, like like a three two weeks where you've got eight games and. Like a proper knockout international tournament over a couple of weeks. But we do have big players at big clubs we do, that play. We do. We definitely do have that. And we've always had that because yeah. even with the golden generation, we had that. Yeah. I just don't think we knew how to play or win these be- those, these type well, of tournaments where Mark's, you've got a game every two or three well, days. Mark said last week, it's an English team that wins the Premier League every year. So we've got some winners <laughs> in there. So. 
You know, like we're not dead. I did laugh yeah. again, we'll let him <laughs> um, The Women's World Cup started. So that's been yeah, quite interesting. That England team's more exciting to get, maybe maybe more to get excited yeah, they about. Started off yeah. their How many games have, have you watched, Danny? None. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> I've watched I've watched uh, three games. I have. And, have you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, to be fair, I did watch the highlights. Fine. The watched, China uh, had, uh, Germany game. I watched the highlights of that yesterday. I must admit. So we watched the. What was the game after? France. No, South no, Africa no, South Africa and. Oh, I heard they they were Spain. They were a bit robbed. South yeah. Africa. Um, no. I don't know, but who said that? I don't know. I was, I was just watching the highlights program and they were mentioning it. No, 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 no. They weren't very good, but um. I, you know, I've been I've been quite surprised actually at the amount of diving. Really? Yeah, especially in the German game. The Germans. Were well, that was the only game. Not as no no. Um, they kept that out the highlights clearly. Yeah, I mean it's not as blatant as the men. It's not rolling around and stuff. Uh, it's no, it's like, exaggerating injuries. It's just it's exaggerating. Not diving. Yeah. It's not making out something's there that's not. It's making out the yeah. contact hurt more than. Well, like we saw yeah. what was well, it? The, the game that we saw with um, uh, South Africa Spain. Uh, the South African girl clad into the goalkeeper and from you know from the usual sort of uh, from the usual usual view that they give you in terms of the bigger picture it looked like wow she hit her hard and then when it went to zoom, uh, when it zoomed in and there was a replay you thought she barely got touched didn't it the yeah. goalkeeper and she was rolling around she looked like and... she was, no she actually looked like she was knocked out yeah because that's what you as soon as it happened you went oh she's out and she didn't move she was lying there flat not moving and when you saw the replay she was just Lying there, yeah. like relaxing. But um, that's not too bad, you know. And uh, England, I watched uh, all of the England game today. Uh, How the is Really good, really good. Um, gosh, what is her name? I've forgotten that. Nikita Paris. Nikita Paris. She's quality. Yeah, she's quality. Like I she's reckon, just about, she's just been signed for Leon, who are the, the best. the best team yeah, in the world, yeah. Because yeah. um, a right back as well. What what is her name? Bronze. Uh, yeah, Lucy. Not Lucy Bronze. Yeah, Lucy Bronze. Lucy Bronze. Yeah, yeah, Lucy Bronze plays for her, and she. Uh, I was watching some sort of some of the build up before, and Neville was saying how she's probably the best football football player in the world in the women's game. So that's quite something. Um, but yeah, Nikita Paris. Would you say Nikita Paris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Class, yeah she class. got the first goal. Yeah, the and uh, she got the penalty. Yeah. But there was this one where she just skinned the um, the, the Scottish player sort of down in our half, just, just not making yeah, 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 just turned, just turned, then just oh, went. Nice. And um, England do play good qualities. The, fi- the second goal, the finish. I can't remember her name. Striker, Harris, not Harris. Uh, who, the girl who got the second goal. That was such a quality finish. Uh, oh God, let's talk. <laughs> Who's yeah. gonna get it first, Ellen White? Yeah. Uh, I don't know who Ellen White is. Well, no. I'm, I'm, I think they're playing. Uh, we're playing Argentina uh, next, I think. So I was planning to go try and watch that if I can. Well, Argentina. I was listening to a podcast, and Argentina aren't that great in terms of women's. Oh, goal! Goal. Um, aren't that great in terms of the women's game, not like the men's. Um, so, so it should be a game. Danny. That's our man. Fernandez. The man. 80 million. United or City, one of them will get him. Yeah? Yeah. Put my money on City. Probably. I'm pretty sure they've already signed a pre-agreement with him. The same as um, Bernardo Silva. Yeah. But yeah, back to the Women's World Cup. We've got... Um, I think Scotland, Scotland in our group is Scotland, uh, Argentina, and I can't remember now. I can't remember the other group. <laughs> doing well here. Yep, doing very well. Uh, Japan. Yeah, and Japan is supposed to be quite a decent team. Argentina, 
aren't as good. And Scotland, even though England are the favourites, apparently Scotland are sort of up and coming as well. Yeah, so I thought Scot- Scotland see... were the second best team in our group. Yeah. So, oh, I heard Japan were apparently, but who knows? What do we know? We'll, we'll find time, out. Last time England played Scotland, apparently they beat them six 0 So it's a bit of an improvement for them at least. Um, I don't think they. I think they didn't play their strongest side, but they played a strong enough side against Scotland. Um, yeah, but it's not. I, I don't know. I'm, I've enjoyed a few of the games, and it, it's just like World Cups. Yeah, it right. really does. Yeah. There is something about World Cups and, and big they've, tournaments. They've copied sort of the men's World Cup in terms of coverage and the way it's there. It looks on BBC and stuff, and it's like oh, it's quite engaging to watch it. They do need to reduce the size of certain things. The goal and the pitch, for sure. Yeah, I no, don't. the goal on the pitch. For sure, really. I I thought the pitch we, <laughs> when I watched when I when we because it's for England it looked fine, but England are an elite team, and I think when you have the World Cup, and there's well, how many are in this tournament? It's uh, 24? Is it twenty four. So six groups, four. I yeah. think when I was when we were watching the South Africa game, that's when the pitch looked big because I don't think the the technical skill was there so like yeah the crossfield passes didn't make it the whole way but england proved that I, like england looked fine on the pitch but the goal I don't know. things like corners and stuff because uh, it's so it's such a different thing when it comes to corners in uh women's football where it just seems to drop somewhere in the middle and it's almost like it's just like no one no one really goes for a header no one um, goes for the ball just kind of a bit of anarchy but what are you going to do then you're going to because what you're going to reshape the size of the pitch in every stadium when the, when if the women want to play there? They do. Yeah, well, they do. They just there. yeah, they just redo the lines. It's not that hard. Oh, I don't know. It feels like a bit of an effort. If if they read they they paint the lines almost every week in football game, like in football matches in professional football. It's not that much for groundsmen to change it. Yeah, like, happens a lot fairly of regularly. Teams share grounds with true with rugby. Yeah, you're right. So Is that, I, do you know? What? I must admit, this weekend I was like. I don't know why I never even thought about even considering going to France to watch this tournament. Uh, but Portugal. Portugal. Uh, because well, cause it was in Portugal? No, it's in France. Right? Oh, you mean, the, you mean England? The World the, Cup? The World Cup, Oh, I thought yeah. you meant the Nations League. No, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is. Yeah. I did consider the Nations League, but it's just that uh, Portugal is expensive to get to anyway. Yeah. Like, uh, without yeah. there being a tournament one. But I was thinking the Women's World Cup at France, that probably is quite a good atmosphere. It you looks probably like wouldn't it. get the same... Louts that have shown England up this week. Oh, of course not. In Portugal. I wonder if they have mixed fans in the women's game. Oh, yeah. Really looked, attention, I, I, it? I, yeah. From what I've seen, it's it's still got the same sort of party, carnival-looking atmosphere, but yeah. just probably a bit friendlier, do you yeah. know? Where, obviously, this week, if you saw in the news how England fans were behaving in Portugal, yeah. it's just... England aren't the only team who do this. So. They're not England fans. They just happen to be English and they just use the fact that England are playing as an excuse to no, get out they of the problem. But what they are is they're fans. They tend to be fans of lower league teams who don't go away in Europe much. And when they go, they just get Bunch super on fans. it. Yeah, but they just get super Bunch on it. Millwall fans, yeah. And, so, and unfortunately, sometimes in the, the, the police in these countries treat them like animals, kettle them in. And if you treat people like animals, yeah. quite especially in big groups they often respond like yeah you cage them up they're just going to wild themselves up but um, to my point about like the sizes that like I said to Mark yesterday you know in men's football the goalkeeper is generally the tallest person on the pitch you know what I mean they're like 6'4 six, 6'5 six, sort of tall and long and whatever and, and just just sort of on the eye test when you look at some of the women there they're the same height like 5'2 5'3 there's a lot of the outfield players 
in a massive goal. I mean, we're we're like average men height. We're five nine. I mean, we'd we'd struggle in a goal that size. So they well, should probably make some it a little bit smaller. Yeah, some yeah, some of us five. <laughs> none of you are five ten, blood. <laughs> um, Bang you Pickford's still. Pickford's five foot nine. Obviously, they were outliers. Shea Given was four foot five, but you know what I mean, like, <laughs> Jan Sommer's smaller than uh, Pickford, so the two goalies from today. Yeah, by but the way, they can we just give? Like it, can we give Pickford a shout out for his ballsy, Jordan, his ballsy effort? Jordan, I've got to do everything, Pickford. Yes, <laughs> wow, I love it. He took the penalty. Yeah, I know. Took I know. the winning penalty, yeah, then saved the winning like, penalty. You look fucking can't. love it. He was like, "You lot can't do it." Fuck yeah, it. Uh, <laughs> give me the ball. After <laughs> Seldon, we took seven penalties and scored them all, and they were all emphatic. They were I great don't know about penalties. The Ross Barkley one was. Uh, I mean, it's what just, the Penenka? That's uh, quality. You it need was a, such a bad if you don't one, get a Penenka in in seven penalties, something's wrong. No, but I hate because I hate ones like that when it's not down the middle. It has to be down the middle because if the if the keeper picked the other way, then he would have saved it. Maybe. Like yeah, maybe it has to be down the middle. No, He's gonna get. It can be what you want. Penalty kick are gonna get caught out on a red. I think you only get away, you only do a penenka surely if the whole point is you're watching the keeper and if they move early enough then you can do it. I prefer smashes though. Oh yeah, sure. like Harry Maguire's type of uh, penalty. I, I thought was brilliant. bottom corner. Like the key yeah, I love hers was hers was top left corner bank. See, I like bottom corner when the keeper goes the right way, and it still just goes in, and you're like, that's perfect. Yeah. Like. Oh, it's so quick, like that. Right, the, Sancho. It's gone. Fl- it's fl- yeah. It's flown past the keeper before um, he's even gone to the side. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, going back to that hype thing. But that summer and Pickford, they looked small though. Like when I was watching this pe- the penalty shootout, I was thinking, we're gonna be here all day. All you gotta do is put it to the left. They can't get yeah, there. They can't, yeah. I, yeah. I thought the same against Colombia as well because we missed the first penalty. Mm. And I thought we're we're over because Pickford don't get anywhere near these penalties, but luckily there's always Great. there's yeah. always one that goes that goes but, right yeah. and he makes the save. Eden Hazard's gone to Real Madrid officially, is that sir? Yeah, officially. I heard it was eighty nine million with up to one hundred and fifty million with add ons. I was thinking, Christ, that's some serious add ons. Yeah, a lot For of a player who yeah. wants to leave, like. That's some serious add ons. You think the moment Hazard's like, okay, my think, time at Chelsea with, with up, one year left, I'm ready to go. So. I'm probably going to go to Real Madrid because I always wanted to be there. And it's like, then Chelsea come to negotiating table. It's like, Fair you play. haven't got much power there. Really, <laughs> have you? But did they give details on the add ons yet? Like, that's a, do you not, I haven't seen all the details. I haven't seen all the details. But Ballon d'Or, yeah, yeah, it's all in the things. league, Champions League, cups. You know, it's all of those things. Yeah, is it not? It'll be something like add ons. You know, is it? Am I making this up? Is it not a bit excessive for add-ons? Like, it's a lot of money. It's whatever you and can negotiate. It is a lot of money, but, I mean, whatever you can negotiate, great. But now has it... But usually, this, the, there usually isn't that much in terms of add-ons, isn't it? I mean, it's... Who, who's going for 150 million these days? The, the money's just nonsense. Yeah, Goalkeepers. <laughs> <laughs> so it won't be long to, like, anyone. Yeah, <laughs> true. No, I mean, I, it is what it is. I thought... He's probably 100 million. No one's going to... Everyone's going to go, yeah, it's Hazard. Yeah, I guess so. Sounds about right. Yeah. So to get him for eighty nine or whatever it is, plus might not have to spend any more. That'd be all right. Um, it's a five year deal though, so they yeah. obviously think they're going to get five good years out of him. Well, they probably will. How old is he now? Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Twenty eight. Yeah. Prime. Yeah. The thing is, he relies heavily on pace. So the moment he loses pace, I know he's. I know he's I skillful know, he's enough. Got a bit trickery, he's skillful enough that maybe he's okay. But he, he. I don't even think he's the quickest player out there. 
Uh, he's faster than he he's fast. He's real yeah. fast. Yeah, yeah. He's probably he's like Raheem Sterling. He's quick off the mark. Like, so yeah, it's just because yeah. he only runs three yards before hitting the deck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've That's never true. actually seen him yeah. run ten it's yards because he's he's usually on the floor. But yeah, yeah, but he's normally been fouled. Yeah, but um, good luck to Eden Hazard. Yeah, who will be the next big um, big sub? Oh, Daniel James. Shout out to Man United's first yeah. signing of the summer. What he was actually that? signed bef- like a bit before, weren't it? But then unfortunately, his dad passed away, which yeah. I think. Held it up, and then Wales were playing. So then they have held you seen it up. him playing for? Is he good? Yeah, for Swansea, I, I saw Only... one game in the league, in the League Cup where he tore Man City apart, and then do you remember they lost to that Aguero last minute VAR decision. Yeah, well, it should have been or should have been disallowed because sorry. Swansea yeah. weren't a Premier League team. They didn't have VAR, or they don't even yeah. though they could have VAR. They're just stupid rule. Yeah, he was he was really good in that game. I think he's he's raw and young still, ridiculously fast. Which is good for the Premier League, I guess. But Classic if you don't score twenty-five goals next year. Yeah, he's, out. A, he's a failure. <laughs> <laughs> which seems to be the. Well, they're, they're already talking about he might go straight out on loan back to Swansea, and I'm, I'm like, well, what's the bloody point in all this then? Well, you if you're going to get lock him, him down, I guess. Yeah, but now because now they're talking about bail, aren't they? They're saying they might get bail. At which point, obviously, if, if you get bail, that's where Daniel James plays. So, so... Then, yeah, so Bale will play well one every three games. So we need someone to fill in for the two games Bale plays bad. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, Welsh right. teammates, aren't they? They both played the other night. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's. Uh, do you know what though? The only thing I would say about it is at least. When was the last time you can say May United were, get, were out going after the best young players? Like it's been a long time since we started going after youth. We've been we've been buying like Ibrahimovic's and people like that. We haven't really been Sanchez. going after yeah Sanchez, maybe Dalot. Well, yeah. Yeah, Dalot that, yeah, but, but you've already got a few that's. But come let's be anyway. real. Many of us never knew too much of Dalot before United. No, signed, and that, signed him. And we're still he's still still unsure about. If you kind of hate for, I remember when Arsenal bought um, Sonogo. You're yeah. like, ah, oh, 17. He must be good. I've never heard about him. And I but, but in fairness, that was Wenger. Because yeah. I remember when he signed Sonogo and he was like, well, Sonogo didn't cost much, so you don't talk about him. Yeah. But you will be. But, yeah. <laughs> well, we are. Yeah. <laughs> um, so are we going to do our, our team gradings? Yeah, so is this... Um, we we a bit late now, really, to the party for the end of season. But now no, that well, I guess all the competitions are over. Yeah, yeah. we've got all the we're, so we're getting gonna... emotions died down. We can be level headed <laughs> on, on our grading. So. <laughs> we'll see when we get to the top half. But so we're going to, um, I guess, do our own analysis or assessments of each Premier League team season. We're going to grade them um, like you do at school, A to F, I reckon. Yeah. No we'll use. Bit, no, uh, no pluses. No minuses. No, <laughs> no use. You can do EU if you like. Um, we've got a uh, best player or favourite player, uh, underperformer, and one to watch. So uh, okay. I think today we'll do um, the bottom half of the team. We'll start from bottom up. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll work our way up. And then Danny's going to be away for a couple of weeks, so we'll see how we go. Maybe we'll do the second half a little bit later on uh, during the summer. Danny can just send some voice notes. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. I'll send you my notes. We'll see how it goes. Um, All right, so let, let's, we can run through the bottom lot quite quickly. So Hud- Huddersfield. Well, Huddersfield. Can, I, can we give them a U? Uh, you can do if you want. I was going to give. Well, do you, what, shall we do, do the grade? Like? I'm doing, I'm so doing we starting with grades. Yeah, well. start with grade, then right. best, uh, best or favourite player. So start I'm going to give Huddersfield an A. <laughs> Because they achieved exactly what they wanted to. <laughs> Fair play, actually. Yeah, they they said that. they were planning on like rebuilding the club, and they had 
plan to go down and it seemed like that's what they wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, and they did that. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> I gave them an I gave them an E. Now like uh, for me I was I've just kind of left F as the lowest one and I almost I almost gave them an F. But uh for my next one you'll see why I didn't give them. See so I, if I'm being serious I would give them an F because I think they I like that E. I but I do think they are the worst Premier League team there's ever been. Worse than Derby. I think so, yeah. Yeah, they, they are by far the worst team we've ever I seen in the Premier worst. League. Right. They conceded 76 goals. <laughs> That's just unreal. Who's your, uh, who's your best or favourite player on this, if you could pick one out? Uh, oh, did you give your grades, Dan? You. You. Unclassified. Unclassified. Worst team ever. Yeah. Best it, or favourite player? I've gone for Aaron Moy. Why? Moy. Moy. I think just because he was their best player, there's nothing really much to it. He's head, and, he's head and shoulders above them. Yeah, he's, he's better than them. He should be. He's a Premier League player. Well, I he's think. Man City Youth Academy, isn't he? Yeah, see, really? he's Australian, yeah. isn't he? As well. Yeah. yeah. See, I fought him last season because he was probably one of the reasons they stayed up. <clears throat> like I didn't really, I can't say I watched them too much, but I did see Billin as one of their better players. The the sort of young guy. I say young, he's probably like 26. Well, <laughs> I've gone for Dean Hoyle, the chairman, because one, he sold the club, which is clever, uh, and two, he sold it to Phil Hodgkinson, who is like a lifetime Huddersfield fan from Huddersfield. So fair play to him for at least holding out for that. So for me, he has been their best player much, of the season. How, how, much is he, uh, how much did he sell it for, do you know? Um, I don't actually know, that's a good question. Uh, Bag of chips. I'll look it up. God knows. I'll look <laughs> it up. I can't imagine it's a lot. Right, my but... underperforming player is uh, Steve Mooney. Mooney, yeah, I had him. Is it really? I See, can't stand shit strikers. I went for departure for probably the same reason. He got zero goals even, in twenty-three appearances. Uh, either one. Either <laughs> I mean, one. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I really can't stand just crap strikers. I don't know why. Do you know what I mean? It's like. I don't understand how you can call yourself a striker if you can't score goals. Do you know what I mean? Like, you might as well just be a centre back. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb they'd probably be a pretty good centre back if they if they put their mind to it the only Why reason that I went they, for Dupatra greedy or what the only reason I went for Dupatra over Munier is at least Munier scored one yeah Dupatra scored none yeah <laughs> zero but he he was off the bench more than yeah yeah Mooney, they both nearly had the same amount of appearances really? yeah you well, no, say Mooney started Mooney had 19 he? starts is this right I don't, I don't know, know. You're well, I don't know what you're looking at yeah isn't it is this right what are you, what are you looking at yeah. So, thirty-one appearances, nineteen starts. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Depoch only had ten starts then. There you go. Uh, one to watch. I've got none of them. No, no, no. I I have got someone. Um, Carlin Grant. So where? Uh, let me just get. Him I up. love this because we we know we've openly admitted this season we've barely watched them. <laughs> now we're just naming players. No, no. So hold on. <laughs> Carlin Grant is the guy who they got. They got him back in January from Charlton. So he was on loan at Charlton. He was tearing it up with Charlton, who got promoted, as we know. So they got him back from. He's like nineteen, twenty. He's English. He's the striker. He's the only one who scored any goals for them in the back end of the season. They got him in January. He actually looked all right. He scored two worldies, and he's he's really young. He's English. Um, and it's just a shame he's at that club because he'll probably get stuck there in the championship. But to be fair, he'll probably score a lot of goals next season because he looked like a real good finisher. He's in the he's in our under twenty one squad. I think he looked like a good player. There you go. Did you have any to watch? No, no. I was just looking at this Fulham. Fulham. 
I've graded them in I graded them an F, so I was gonna do Huddersfield F, but I'm actually more disappointed in Fulham's uh, season than Huddersfield's. So I, I would say Fulham's seasons F for Fulham. Uh, I'd for say Fulham's seasons disappointing because of the promise, but at least they they tried like they they went into the season with the intention of at least giving it a go, but. Yeah, but if you was all right, so if you was a Fulham fan, you'd be happy with that, even though you got relegated. No, but I would have start. I would have gone into game week one with a bit of optimism. Uh, where I'm Huddersfield sure went into game week one, knowing. Yeah, but that's yeah. even worse. At least Huddersfield would be like, well, you know, we're here for a season. Let's just try and enjoy it. Whereas Fulham fans were like, we've made it back, and now we're going to be here. Look at our squad. No, nope, we're getting relegated. No, again. but Huddersfield was like, oh, we're here for a season. We've got some. We've got some players that we actually know who they are. Some players that have been in the Premier League before have done well. No, we're going down again. No. For me, um, getting rid of Slavica Jakanovic was, I thought, a mistake. I know they were playing terribly, admittedly, and they made all their mistakes in the summer when they spent 100 million on players that didn't, obviously weren't going to fit in. Um, but I just don't, you know, they brought in Ranieri, didn't really do anything. They brought in Scott Parker, and to be fair, he had a good end of the season in the last few games, but it was done by then. Yeah. Uh, but and I just that, don't think they needed something. to get rid of Djukanovic. They, he's now, is, he, is it Middlesbrough? He's just got the job at? It, I think, he's, he's linked. I don't know if, it, has, if he's actually got the job. I, he uh, might do. And it, you know what? It'll probably take him up as well. I just think um, it, it was going to be difficult for every anyone because they basically got a whole new team. Yeah. So and and they got the whole new team literally a week or two before the yeah, season but, started. Yeah, but even so, like the quality of players that they bought, you'd think should at least be able to get them out of the bottom three. Well, and they should have done. They've got they had decent quality, but yeah, like, I don't know how you guys could be making excuses for them. They should have done better. Yeah, no, they should have. I, I, the best grade and I'd give them is an E. I'm giving them an F just because it's it's what Fulham starts with. There you go. Uh, their yeah. best or favorite player. Uh, oh, for me, that's easy. Go their best then. player is Mitrovic. Oh, for me, my well favourite suspect is Sessegnon. I think. I've got I think he's in on with the future there. I've got <laughs> gone for Ryan Babel. Nice because of his hair. Yeah, I don't know. He came in and he's he, you know he, he looked like he was trying to. He's playing right up. now. He's playing right now. He's, he's about to. Oh no! About, about to, to lose. lose. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it because he's great. Let him come back. I did like Scherler. Uh, Sessegnon was too easy so I just thought I'd say that Scherler scored a worldie was one of the guys I was let, let down by is he your underperformer? yeah <laughs> no my underperformer is Markovic because <laughs> he came in and, and, and it was like oh the old Liverpool guy Markovic oh, maybe he can rebuild his career nope <laughs> absolutely nothing so my underperformer was Alfie Mawson because I started looking into Alfie Mawson's playing career because I started, I thought, poor guy, like he came to Fulham got uh, after last year getting um, relegated with Swansea. He then gets brought into Fulham and hardly played and then gets relegated. And I started looking back on where he's playing. Either this guy's really bad or he's just really unlucky. Like he, he was at Brentford and then he got loaned out to Wickham when Brentford did get promoted, when Wickham nearly got re- uh, relegated. And then when he went back, they had a really terrible season. It seems like everywhere he goes, he keeps getting loaned out. He got loaned out to, I can't remember where else as well, in Chesterfield or somewhere. He kept going places and they kept doing really badly. While his other team would do really well, he'd go back and they'd do really badly. Obviously he went to Swansea and that now he's gone to Fulham. I just think the guy's destined maybe to have a terrible career. Maybe he's not very good. That's a shame because you know what? When he was at Swansea last season, or season before last, 
he was actually one of their better players. I remember looking and thinking, oh, that's decent. That's probably why Fulham signed him. he's toxic. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but the guy's really unlucky. But uh, yeah, for me, he, he has to be their worst player because he's just bringing all the bad luck. My underperformers are John Michael Seri. Oh, he was bad. Uh, he was real bad. Do you know what? I totally forgot about yeah. him. Well, that's... that's well, him, or, him or Angusa. You know, what was it? Was it one of the first or second game? Him and Schurler both, uh, or Seri had the absolute screamer at the beginning yeah, of the season. Yeah. He was their big sign. He was their. Was he their biggest sign? Angisa was thirty million, and Seri was somewhere close to that. As but well, he yeah. and he was at least touted as a really good player, and like we said, started off well, and then yeah, where, where was he? You know, players of his quality should be doing. Better. Yeah, he did terribly. Yeah, and he yeah, was linked good. with big, big teams. Yeah, like, whether they were, and he went to Fulham. Yeah, whether they were legitimate links or not, but one to watch is uh, for me Ryan Sessegnon, obviously. Yeah, there's lots of talk of Man United going for him. I don't, I don't know if that's quite right yet. Did you see the headline of him? He says he wants to go to Tottenham. This is a childhood team that he Yeah, loves I'm, stuff, I wouldn't so. be surprised with that, to be honest. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah. Cardiff City. Graydon, Danny. <laughs> Cardiff City. Um, well, I thought... When Cardiff came up the season four last, their centre-back, Morrison, Sean Morrison, was like... One of the best players in the league. He scored, I think, something like twelve goals in for the Premier League in, in the championship. I was going to say, was gonna say no, no, they in the came championship. Up the season before last, they came up this season. Yeah, last. Yeah, season. yeah. So the season before last in the championship. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was saying. So Sean Morrison's was one of the best players in the championship. He scored something like twelve goals, eleven goals, a lot, and he he was an absolute monster. And I just, I felt it's a real shame because he actually, I was looking at some stats, he had like the second second highest um, misses from inside the box of any player in the Premier League this season. I feel like if he'd scored those 10 goals like he did in the Championship, because he didn't get any, I don't think, this season, probably would have kept Cardiff goal. up. I got one goal. Um, but he he is the biggest disappointment for me, but he's also probably their best player. So it was a bit of a weird one, but it was all so down to both. him. Yeah, just because probably if he managed to score some of these chances in the box, they probably would have stayed up. Um but he didn't, therefore, biggest disappointment. My, uh, I've graded them D. I don't think they've had the... Oh, yeah, the grade. That's what we were starting Oh, about. yeah. Yeah, but you, you you went a few there, but that's okay. Grade them a yeah. D. Yeah. Yeah? I was Yeah, D or E. No, I'm trying to think. Like, it's not really... Well, I think, they, I, think they got, I think they got really unlucky at the back end of the season and they probably should have stayed up over Brighton. Um... So they didn't have the worst. They probably it was always going to be very difficult for them to stay up, but you know, they almost gave themselves a chance. Just referees just didn't like them. Oh, that's a bit much. I I still think I actually think he maybe even he's he's a bit harsh. If at the start of the season, well, we did. Who's going to go down? We all say Cardiff. I think Cardiff were expecting to go down. They had a worse squad. They spent the least on it. I I think it, it just the fact that they nearly stayed up with a few games to go. Yeah, that's why means, means they probably deserve better than that because they've done about as good oh, as right, they Danny could. Danny gives them an A. <laughs> um, my favourite or best player for them is Neil Etheridge. Why? The goalkeeper. The goalkeeper. Yeah, the goalkeeper. Yeah, he was actually first, quite good. First yeah, ever bad. Filipino in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard his Filipino accent? No. It's not there. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he was good and he did well on fantasy football. He did. Yeah, so I, a few he was actually... I, I was caught between him or Gunnarsson. Who did you go for? Uh, I did write down uh, when I made notes. I did write down no one. So yeah. <laughs> I, that's proof. Don't I believe you. Us. You told us earlier. Yeah. yeah. Neil Etheridge. Who's the most underperforming player? I've gone for Junior Hoyler. Me too. 
fair play. But then when he's I was looking for years. Yeah, when I was looking, I was like, actually, he's he's another Alfie he Molson. He came into the league with disappointing stats. So yeah. I don't know how how he would have got better? He but just continues. Do you remember how bad he was at QPR as well? He's no, just been awful everywhere. When he first came into QPR, uh, Blackburn, he was so good. Do you yeah. remember? You yeah, but do you, re- do you realize how long ago you're talking about? Let's think about Blackburn now. Like 15 years ago. Yeah. Still though, you think okay, he's gone back down. He's rebuilt his career. Just ones we like, he's got oh, his I fundamentals. His fundamentals, right? Yeah. I don't know if that, what was that young winger for Villa, who was quality for like a few games and then just. Delfonso. Yeah. Nathaniel Delfonso. 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 I think so. Yeah, and it was just like. Oh, they have a few games when they're young and you think, okay, there's hope. Um, my player to watch actually as well is uh, Neil Etheridge. <laughs> Only when there are penalties on there. Mine is yeah. Patterson. He was mm. good. Yeah. Left back playing, <laughs> playing up front. Opta actually reclassified him as a, as a striker this after the end of the season. Okay, <laughs> he was a defender. <laughs> Um, some scuffed scuffed finishes. Yeah, he did. Uh, did you have a one to watch for Cardiff, Dan? Uh, I didn't. No, no. <laughs> none of them. None of them. Yeah. Uh, Brighton. Yeah. Graydon Mark. I'm gonna give Brighton a C. Wow. Yeah, wow. I, I, a C or a B. They should have gone down. They're not I good am. enough to be in the league. They're, they're it's a miracle they didn't get relegated. Yeah, they were. I'm giving them a D. If Fulham hadn't been so bad, Brighton would have been long gone. Yeah, that's the team. All the, except Huddersfield, but Cardiff and Fulham would be looking at Brighton, thinking how. Yeah. How, how did they... we? How did we go down with that team? Yeah. Uh, I gave them a D. Um, yeah, again, I think you know they they just about got through. Probably again because of the referees in Cardiff. Um, yeah, not very good. My yeah, player I, gone. I, I think we can get caught about the refs towards the end of the season, but no, but it was, uh, it was Cardiff in particular. Season. It wasn't like they were uh, just you're just, you're just following the hype from Warnock. He just managed to get in your head. <laughs> no, man, I don't, I, you are. I don't like him or his haircut, but like, no, I, I just thought they were just a bit unlucky. That's all. So I, we've all got the same favorite player I guess yeah I'm not sure sure I'm assuming you guys have gone for Glenn Murray <laughs> absolutely he can do no wrong in my and eyes you've gone for what knockout no I've gone oh. for a combination of Duncan Duffy yeah because no, I, do... I don't think there's a better centre-back pairing out there no that's true I honestly I do rate Duffy high high yeah that's because he's Irish yeah <laughs> but Ireland produced good centre-back Johnny Evans <laughs> just ruin it but, yeah, yeah. Some, just throw in a Northern Irish player yeah, yeah well <laughs> you just is, said Ireland you said Ireland controversial yeah um, um, anyway so yeah my favourite my best player is two players Dunk and Duffy um, only when they combine though I think on their own they're not good enough when they combine, but when they combine as, as a centre back as a centre back pairing I think they're um, they're good yeah, you can't even like make a joke about combining their names because they're just... basically already combined, Duncan Duffy. <laughs> but it's just Brighton's defence. It was like when someone said they're like they can make a back four of what sounds like lads on tour. <laughs> Bong. Bong, Duffy, Burn, Dunk. <laughs> like, it's just the old nicknames on the Bongy. sports on tour. <laughs> yeah. like... uh, my most disappointed or my underperformer is uh, Chris Hewton. Oh, fair enough. He's yeah. a terrible manager. He's not a terrible manager at all. He is. He's, he's just a middle the of black... the range manager. Uh, what's his player? Now I've forgotten his name. 
uh, what's uh, Mark saying? Hughes? Yeah, he's the black Mark Hughes or black Alan Pardew or black any other white bad manager who gets jobs more than they should. They're all terrible, and he's pretty crap as well. I have to say, I don't know that Hughton has ever left a, a club with it in a worse place than when he got there. It's just horrible football. But it, like, it, think about it. he went to Newcastle. They weren't in the championship when they were nowhere and got him up. He went to Norwich when they were in the championship and nowhere and he got him up. He went to Brighton when they were nowhere and he got him up. I don't, he's not. He didn't leave any of those three clubs in a worse state than when he first arrived. So you can say what you want about the quality of the football that's played. I think the guy understands how to run a football club, and I think for that you've got to give him absolutely. Probably, credit. that's why that's why he continues to get jobs, no doubt. But there are a lot worse managers than him. I'm sure, but he's um, not one of the better ones either. Uh, there you go. Why? Yeah, Who's your disappointing? Basically, every other striker but Murray, because <laughs> they just had no goals in their yeah. team. Yeah, and it's just like Glenn Murray is not. He'll get you goals, but he's not gonna. Well, I'd say he's not gonna get you enough goals to keep you up, but he did. <laughs> but <it's>, uh, <laughs> yeah, he literally he did. Just about. What's well, his best record of twelve this season? Yeah, and he was good. Or no, he was he gonna, got thirteen. He got thirteen. And so, beginning of the season, he looked like he was going to get at least fifteen or sixteen because he got he got close to ten fairly quickly, didn't he? And then it just kind of petered off. But he he did have some injuries, I think, as well, didn't he? Yeah. So yeah. my underperformer, who would we say their second best striker was? Jose, is well, Carido? No. Well, Lucario, yeah. Lucario probably. For for me, I thought it was really obvious. Pascal Gross. He's the only player in their team with genuine quality. He scored seven goals, eight assists last season. This season did absolutely three three, nothing. Yeah. He was useless. He, I almost went for him, but I, I thought I'm just judging him on goals and assists. Where oh, he played terribly. He, he played terribly. Everything run. The reason Brighton did so well two seasons ago is because everything went through him. He's their number ten. He's their creator and playmaker. Yeah. The reason they scored no goals is because there was no one creating assists because he wasn't doing it. One to watch, Solly March. Yeah, I like Solly March actually. Yeah, good player, good English player. Um, I don't know if he maybe he should try and I don't know how good he could be, but I don't know he could probably do better than Brian a little bit. Yeah, I I'm not yeah. sure his level. I'm not sure he's. I mean, he's yeah, not, I'm not sure top he's eight. At. No, no, that that's too far. That's too far. No. Um, yeah, I wouldn't go and go that far. Berem Kyle, one to watch. Who's he? I don't know. Some Israeli. Who's he play for? Oh, yeah, <laughs> plays for Brighton. Sticking with the home country. It looks like he's yeah. too old. In fact, he's nearly got the same birthday as me, so he'll be retiring soon. They've got a couple of <laughs> Israeli players. Yeah, they have. Actually. Really? Yeah, Hemed as well. I'm. I know he's old, but I'm still saying it. Duffy is one to watch. <laughs> he showed this season that I think he could. Arsenal might say. I I've, I think he showed this season that he could be a centre back at a top six club. Only if Dunk is next to him. Oh, do you know? What? I'll take. Duncan Duffy ahead of the centre backs we got at United. I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Mustafi and uh, Pastofadophilus. <laughs> Definitely take Duncan Duffy over them. It's, it's, I know he's not no young up and coming twenty one year old, but when I look at the squad and think, well, who could play potentially go top six? I'm like, they're they're knocking on the door. Uh, Southampton. Yeah, I've graded them a D. Only because, and I, I was even thinking of going a bit less than that. I just think. I think maybe as a team they slightly underperformed. I don't know why I expect better of them. Um, they do have some players with some quality. For me, the, the, I was going to give them an okay score, um, but getting rid of Desan Tadic was just criminal. I, just, I mean, I just, what were they thinking? Was their 
Don't judge it by this season as well, by the way, because I know obviously he's, he went to the Champions League final. Yeah, he was brilliant for them the year. Is is when when he's oh, semi, yeah. excuse me excuse when he played for them in the few seasons. Uh, no, he was good, but how he much was always their good. Choice, like well, still uh, the thing is Southampton. I saw um, a list yesterday which someone shared it on Twitter, and it was over the last five years. It was the net spend of all the Premier League play, uh, teams, mm. and everyone they were laughing because Spurs are like third bottom or something. Who do you think of bottom with a net profit of? It was like eight million. Southampton. It's because all they feeder did, club. Yeah, they are a feeder club and fair player. They've, they've the fact they've managed to maintain their Premier League status and keep some good players and bring in some more while doing that has been pretty impressive. And I have to say that I'm a massive fan of their new manager. Big big fan of his. Yeah, so. I was surprised to see see how low they finished in the table because I never I, I knew they weren't great, but I never really thought of them. It's as weird, like, isn't it? Yeah, you always said they were higher. But, but then yeah. they never won any of their last five or six games, so yeah, yeah. they probably just were safe, and we never considered them, and they just tanked. Yeah, well, they weren't when Hassenhudel, Hassenhudel, love that name. When when he came in, they were in real trouble. They were in the relegation zone. Um, I think he's a great manager, and I actually think Southampton be one to watch next season. Genuinely, if they get a few decent the signings, teams one to watch. Yeah, just as a as a team oh. next season, I think they could have a good season again. You should, I think we should probably all have similar to best best or favorite player. Mine is Valerie. No, nope, and Valerie. Yeah. yeah, just because I, I I can remember one that game goal. Where, yeah, oh, that <laughs> goal was, was ridiculous. Like, but like, I know it's highlight picking a highlight and being like, oh yeah. But when yeah, I've seen him, reasons, I was like, he? yeah, he he changed it up, and he's young as well. Yeah, he is. For me, it's Ward Prowse. Portugal are the champions of nations. Congrats. Oh, Portugal have won it. Nations League champions. So the Euro champions. So Ronaldo is better than Messi. (laughs) That's two European cups uh, for Ronaldo. Right. um, I'm going for a favourite player, James Ward Prowse. Yeah, me too. Uh, Have you seen someone hit a free kick like him recently outside of James Madison? Not not many. Probably the two best free kick takers in the league right now, and they're English. And they're not in England's squad. Trent Alexander Arnold. Are there many good free kick takers in the league right now? Trent Alexander Arnold's pretty decent. Neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. It's a genuine question. Like, <laughs> no, not you mean. Yeah. If, is there a free kick? Because like you would say Messi, because you worry when Messi steps Messi's, up. Messi has like, to be the best in the world, right? Yeah, and I'm Just like, is there anyone in the league that you think? Rashford. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> David Luiz is pretty good. Nah, I was joking. Rashford's one of the worst. William, William was pretty William, good at free kicks. Yeah, um, I'm trying yeah, to think. James, you're James, right though; there aren't a huge amount. So James Ward hard Prowse, skill. In fairness, you'd put him in the mix. Oh, without doubt, him and Madison. I don't know who scored the most free kicks this season, but if it's not one of those two, I'd be really surprised. Uh, but James Ward Prowse, I don't know. Maybe it's time for a move to a better club and see right, if he can get, his, so get an opportunity. Because he, he's probably not going to get a, a, um, a site in England if he keeps playing for Southampton either. How old do you reckon he is? Uh, he's uh, 32. <laughs> Ward Browse? Yeah. 20, Guess my age. 23? He's 24. Oh, close. Oh, oh. He's not young anymore then. Get rid of him. Well, compared to 31 he is. Yeah. Um, underperformer. Underperformer. Ryan Bertrand. Maybe it's age, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I, I was thinking him because a year ago it, he missed out on the World Cup squad, didn't he? And it was like, uh, he was unlucky, he was pushing. This Nations League won't even consider him, really. Yeah. Like, he's not even in, in the thinking. Well, not anymore. Is, um, and it, but it's only 12 months since he was in the thinking. Yeah. But, yeah. Maybe, how old is he now as well? Actually, that'd be interesting to see. 
Because, um, yeah, I don't know if it is age or just, I don't know, maybe disappointed it's from He's 29. England. Should be in his prime, really. He should still be doing well. But, um, yeah. Uh, so, young player, who, there's your... only one. There's, there's got to be one that you pick out. Which you what? What? The young oh. Irish striker, Michael Oberfemi. He's, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy. The 16-year-old. Well, he was 17, I think, when they brought him on this season. He's played a couple games. Is that the one to watch? It, yeah, he's the one to watch. Michael Oberfemi. Yeah. Good old Irish name. Yeah, good old Irish name. It is Oberfemi. <laughs> I think he did. <laughs> Oberfemi. <laughs> Oberfemi. <laughs> Very good. Uh, but yeah, my... he came on last season and he was like 16. And when he came on, he just looked like a tight, like a, actually looked tiny. I don't, I don't know how tall he is. And then he had a few games this season, but yeah, he, he looked good. Uh, not he, he scored missed, in the in the second to last game in the win against Huddersfield. He missed a big chance in the game I watched, but there was a lot of noise about him. Let's put it that way, and I think he's one to watch. To be fair, he also got an assist in the um, the draw against Man United, so he played three games and he got a goal and assist. So fair yeah. play to him. Well done, there you go. Danny. One to watch. Uh, my one to watch, or ones to watch actually, is Shane Long and Danny Ings. Both <laughs> together. <laughs> what are you laughing? Shane Long. Shane Long and <laughs> Danny Ings. Bright future, that kid. Bright, Bright future. future. Both yeah. of them. No, I just, I'm, I'm not sure that they kind of do half and half sharing the workload, and I think at some point they've got to go with one. Danny Ings probably was. Huh? Longings. Longings to be picked. So I'd be interested to see next season um, who's going to be their number one striker. If they even if they go to that, but uh, where is Ings now? Has he gone back to? The, was he on loan there? From no, no, they've no, he's been playing this year. They bought him. No, but has he gone back to Liverpool? Though? No, because he no longer shows in the Southampton squad. Ah, contract. I want to watch is Danny Ings. Where are you? Oh, you're right. He is on loan. <laughs> you're yeah. right. You're right. He's on loan. Fair enough. Um, and with Sturridge leaving Liverpool, there's an opening. Well, <laughs> maybe. Where's Sturridge going to go? That's a talk for another day. Yeah. The thing with Shane Long, he scored five goals this season in the Premier League. That's his bit highest tally in five he's, years you don't in play, the Premier League. You don't play Long to score <laughs> goals, though. He's not one of those strikers. You got you when he you play keeps, Shane Long, you know what you're. Yeah, you're he keeps doing. he keeps you honest. Isn't he? he should stay <laughs> yeah. busy. Well, yeah. you know, if Jesus lost causes, and yeah, and if you're gonna. Yeah, if, you're, like, if you you're don't play, play that keeper to save goals, yeah. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah, you're just getting there to disrupt the strikers. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get this defender to defend, you All just right. want him to just help but, No, he's the type of striker that you, when you know you're going to put 10 men behind the ball and lump it forward, he's the kind of guy who wins you the throw in to get your team up the, the field. He's not a dangerous striker. so He's a centre back. Uh, Burnley. Well, the worst players, I really no, well, Graydon, easy to grade them. I'm going to go with uh, an E. I'd give him an E. I don't even think I ever wanted to watch Burnley this year. No. Like, they just... I think that's a bit harsh. Towards the end of the season, they picked it back up. They got some really good results against some of the top teams. They had an awful start. We, we said it at the start of the season, we thought they might struggle because of Europe. The irony is they actually got knocked out of Europe so early, but it still <laughs> seemed to have affected them. <laughs> but thank God they did they because yeah, you know, yeah, they came twice. seventh last season. The, yeah, yeah, which is one reason I, I scored them so low. Yeah, I mean that the problem with that now with Burnley and and Dyche is that 
the expectation level just goes up. When you have a season like that, it was like when Pardew finished fourth with Newcastle that one year. The expectation level just goes through the roof and then nothing you ever do is good enough. So I, I think that's a bit harsh. I still think Burnley's squad is not it's probably top 10 at a push, not even that. So I think the fact that that's where they ended up roughly, where did they end up, 13th something? That's probably about right for them. be interesting to see what they do next season without you, but if they sort of go back to what they were... But, um, well, it probably, think, it probably won't be. It definitely won't be like as high as seven. There's too many players. No, no, they, they won't do that now. But tenth, top half, or you know, could do. Know. As long as they don't play Joe Hart, they'll be fine. <laughs> well, yeah, sort of spoiler on the on the, the performer of the year. There, <laughs> that was a, a segue. So, was your best, rather than spoiler, best player for Be- well, not best, best favorite. favorite Peter, Peter Crouch. Crouch. Yeah, I got Peter Crouch. <laughs> Peter Crouch. He's also my underperformer. Is Peter Crouch. <laughs> and my one to watch is Peter Crouch. See, I my favourite probably because I liked him when he was at Leeds is Chris Wood. Like I do like him. I, think uh, he's... I prefer Barnes to Wood. I know they're the same person. Yeah, there's but... no difference. <laughs> just, uh, just, I don't know. Like... Finishing. I think he's just got. A they should get bit. the same points on fantasy football. <laughs> they're the, the same person. Yeah. I, I'm one of them, the, whoever starts next season, <laughs> which will be Wood, will just cost like three million more. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not worth it. Uh, my one to watch. Is Dwight McNeil? Who's he? Really? I'm going carry on. He's the 19-year-old. So the the I, we all know Burnley had a horrible first half of the season. They were bottom pretty much at Christmas, and then Dyche made two changes. He dropped Joe Hart and brought back in t- Tom Heaton, and he brought in Dwight McNeil from the academy. 19-year-old season. Englishman Dwight McNeil played almost every game after that and was bloody brilliant for his first ever season in the league. He was miles ahead of the rest of the team, yeah. so I think he's really exciting. And I expect—I actually don't know if he is in the under twenty-one squad, but I'm assuming so, or maybe the under nineteens. Is he? But again, wasn't he on loan? No, is he? I thought he was on loan from United. No, he's been at Burnley. He's in their youth academy. Where's he now? Why? He's at Burnley. Let's get through this. <laughs> Bournemouth. I've given them a C. They're really up and down. It's tough to kind of gauge it, but I think they've had a pretty decent season. I think when they've been good, they've they've looked really good. Do you know what I mean? They've scored a, a good amount of goals and stuff like that. But obviously, they've got thumped a couple of times as well. So the tough thing with Bournemouth is one that that the from game to game you don't know if they're going to win or lose five nil. That weird away game at Chelsea where they won five nil out of nowhere. Yeah, it's just classic Bournemouth. But the, the other problem a lot of people have with Bournemouth, which You'd think by now we'd be used to it. It's been happening for four seasons in a row. Is basically they start really quick and they seem to get all their points on the board sort of till about January time and they're they're doing all right and then they just die. They literally lose ten, twelve games in a row and they just about avoid relegation because they've just got enough points. They scrape a few here and there. They go and win five nil at Chelsea every now and again, and everyone's like, it's like the first half of the season their manager's going to be the next main night manager, and then the second half of the season. Eddie Howe's like the worst manager in history. It's just, it's happened for four seasons in a row. Mm. I don't really know. I don't know. It will happen again next season, basically. Get Bournemouth players in your squad at the beginning and get rid of them after Christmas. Favourite or best player? Ryan Fraser. Without doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's been their, he has been their best player. I was almost went for Brooks just because yeah, he was young for like, as well. Yeah, I There's like, a few players that could have gone through. I do like, I actually really like Wilson. But um, yeah, Ryan Fraser's just—I don't know when when he first when he first came. What was it last season or the season before? 
when he's quite young. He looked like he had moments of he could be really good. Probably started showing this season his potential of what he could actually be. And uh, hopefully, I don't know, just sort of carry on, crack on. Part of that good young Scottish team. Yeah. Uh, 14, Scot- 14 Scottish, assists. Scottish sports as a whole is just getting better and better. Couldn't get worse. <laughs> good cyclist. Uh, I, do you know what? I, I know I said all that about Bournemouth, but they have got some really like players that you really want to like and players that are in, enjoying to watch. and like Nathan Ake I like, Josh King I like, David Brooks I like. They've just got Stephen Stanislas when Is he plays. one player best favourite? Uh, Fraser was clearly their player of the year, but Brooks for me is yeah, I like class Brooks. apart, absolute <clears throat> class apart. He he is he's got a big big future. Yeah, David Brooks. Yeah, yeah, he looks special. Uh, underperformer, Junior Stanislas. He hardly played. Yeah, I was thinking Jordan Ibe. Oh, he's awful. Because he was when he was at Liverpool, there seemed so much promise about him. He's only twenty three years old. Yeah, but he never even looked that great when he was at Liverpool. Do you know what I mean? He's kind of got that Awobi thing about him where maybe he was sort of big and quick and whatever at the youth level. But when, when he started playing with men, he didn't look like he had that much technical no. ability. I'd never thought he was going to be that great. So For me, the biggest disappointment was Dominic Solanke. They bought him for £20 million in January. You're like, finally, Solanke's getting his chance. This guy's lifted the, like, lifted the cup with England. He was captain of all the unders. He's meant to be the best player in that youth squad. He can't get a game anywhere. He signs for twenty million. He made two appearances, or two starts. The guy cannot get in any team. There must be something wrong with how he trains. Must be something wrong because why is he not get? You don't pay twenty million for him and just don't play him. It's weird. Interesting. Maybe he'll have a stand. I mean, he's only twenty-one. He's still got time. Maybe he'll have a standout season this season. Yeah, but but massively disappointing that. Uh, One to watch. I'm gonna go with Solanke. He's a young striker. <laughs> Chelsea, he slipped through Chelsea's fingers to go to Liverpool. <laughs> he slipped through Liverpool's fingers to go to Bournemouth and was soon to be seen at a Cardiff or Huddersfield near you. Yeah. My one's Nathan Aki. Oh, he's great. Only because he he's might not family. even be there this that next season. Yeah, he, uh, he should be at a better club. He's really good. Yeah, he was almost my, my favourite player. Um, but yeah, Nathan no, Aki. I, I wouldn't say this season. I thought he had... In comparison to previous years, I thought he was... Quite poor. Um, yeah, uh, it's hard not to say Brooks is the you one could say to watch. Brooks. Yeah, like he's, we just he's, did. Yeah, as the one there to watch. Uh, Newcastle. So, Newcastle. I'm gonna Who give. Got? Did you fart? No. Oh. Your feet smell. Yeah, I can smell feet, and I thought I'll just put my shoes on in case they oh. might. Weird. All right. All right. Just disrupt the pod. Yeah. Start kicking the table. Uh, Newcastle. I gave him a C. Yeah, I'll give him a C. Like they, they seem to come back to life sort of halfway through the season. Yeah. Like at one point, I thought they could be the dark horses to go down, but they now they did just... the right. When they get Mbappe next year, they may be challenging for the title. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Are they getting Dwight Gale back? Uh, I wonder no, where he'll be next he, season he's going to be at PSG because they're part of the uh, transfer for Mbappe <laughs> uh, what grade do you give them then? Uh, I guess a C they're kind of a nothing another nothing season I like Almiron like the guy they got from America is that and, your uh, favourite player? well yeah, I just think he's Almiron. got good potential um, he was the, really good he was really he's good really good young player yeah. how old is he? 28? no I think he's 20 um, no 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 we went through this 
He said, oh, is he? I remember when oh, really? we got him earlier in the season. Like, oh, he's Have I done the same again then? He's like, no, I he's, thought 20, he's like 26, 27. Oh, he's 20, you're right, he's 25. Yeah. Still. Um, he was good, yeah. My my uh, favourite player was AZ Perez. That's not a bad one, because he just has moments of brilliance. Really good. Yeah, and he doesn't start every game either, which is odd. Mine's yeah. Fabian Shaw. Really? Just because of that just goal. Uh, There's a theme we were, with some of yours. Yeah, but we were recording the pod at the time, weren't we? Yeah. And uh, just seeing Ronaldo lift the trophy. Another one. I think um, Rondon, well, not went under the radar a little bit, but uh, he, yeah, he, he got, got 11 goals and 7 assists. And he was like the fans... Uh, Fan, I think he won the club's player of the year and the fans player of the year. So. Well, let me. I, I was. I, was, I thought this was funny because I, I thought Rondon. I thought eleven goals. That's not very good for like a top striker. Mm-hmm. And then I started looking through their last like nine or ten number nine. You know, like it's all about being a number nine for Newcastle. Yeah. Let me just read you all the number nines they've had since basically Shearer, Obafemi Martins, Sami Abiobi, Michael Owen, but not in his heyday. Andy Carroll before he's big. Papis Cisse, Demba Barr, Mitrovic, and Dwight Gale. Demba Barr was good. But but you look at that and you just sort of think, no wonder Newcastle have done nothing for the last 15 years. How can you have that as your list of top... And, and then the number nine is so important for Demba Newcastle. Demba Barr was good. Yeah. For one season. And yeah, Dwight, and then they sold him to Chelsea. Dwight Gale was when they were in the Championship as well. So you, you can't expect him to have, like... Fair enough. A big still, name while while in. I, I just still I thought it was funny. So when you look at that, none of those players were scoring more than got more than eleven goals a season. The White so. Girl's still a Newcastle player. Yeah, <laughs> he is. Yeah. So what um, I'm saying, underperformer. Underperformer. John Joe Shelby. Hmm. P- I think he's pretty much done as being anyone that's going to feature in for or in the England side. I mean, I was never a big fan of him in the first place. I think you guys talked him up quite a bit, but for yeah. me, it's the Japanese striker Muto. Because when I saw him in the World Cup for Japan, I was like, oh, he's quite good. Newcastle signed him. And I was like, oh, in the World Cup, he, he seemed to have a lot of skill about him, held the ball up and just never really saw him. And I was like, it's just, just a shame because I think when you come off the World like you should never sign a player after just a good World Cup. It's, but Some players just seem to do well in tournaments like that for whatever reason. Yeah. If they're the best team on, on a team that's not very big, you know, they look quite decent, but... Dan? Um, there's a lot of not good players. Christian Atsu had a terrible season. Not great. Um, one to watch. Longstaff? Sean Longstaff. Man. They're saying another one linked with Main Hyde. Everyone's linked with Main Hyde. I went for Jamal Lascelles. 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 Yeah, he's good. I like Lascelles. Yeah. He should be at a better club. Didn't realise he was English. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, a couple seasons ago, when he first captained them and he was young, there I was like, "Oh, he's that's quite good." A young English player captaining him. This season, I just realised he's just a dirty defender. <laughs> like, he, I don't think he's got the quality of like a Duffy or Dunk because he his thing is he's just dirty. Yeah. Like, he he'll just go in hard on a tackle. He, as if I think he's lucky this season not to get so many red cards. Like, it, I, I I don't mind him. I wouldn't call him one to watch though. I think he's now at his level. So. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Crystal Palace. Let's get through these last two quickly. I gave him a C. 
Yeah, I'm just... Palace. I'll give him a C. Yeah? Yeah. I think I just... I went for the obvious choice for best or favourite player, Wilfred Zaha. I don't Almost went for Milivic. I didn't think that was the obvious... Yeah, Wan-Bissaka was the obvious choice. Fair enough. One of the best, one of the best right backs. Potentially could be a Man United player in a couple yeah. of weeks. I know I've said that about every other player yeah. so far, but that's a genuine one. I put one Basaka as my one to watch, so I think I just did that just for a bit of, bit of fair enough parity. Uh, but one Basaka, yeah, what, best right back? Do you say he's one of the best right backs? Yeah. in the league. With, I, I think for sure. Trent Trent probably showed himself to be the best. Yeah, but, yeah, um, but yeah. he's one of. He's definitely up, up there. there. I think you'd struggle to name three or four better than him in the league, without doubt. I'd struggle to name three or four right backs. Not period. <laughs> um, and then uh, the underperformer, again and again and again, Christian Benteke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, toss up between him and probably um, Batshuayi, but uh, just because Batshuayi scored a couple of goals towards the end, probably. That's why he's got the final goal in the Champions League final, so there's no way he would... Oh, sorry, I made a mistake. <laughs> You're thinking of Origi. <laughs> Just, um... so... It was definitely Batshuayi, I meant. Not Origi. Batshuayi um, scored five goals in nine starts. Can we give a shout-out to Andros Townsend as well, just for the greatest goal of the season? Yeah, oh, that goal was unreal. And I'm really glad it contributed to winning against City as well. Just made it all the better. Watford. I gave him a C plus. Are we not past our top ten yet? No, this is it. Last one. C plus. This is the last one. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I give him like an A. We got to the FA yeah, Cup final. I'm giving Watford. A, I, I thought we weren't doing pluses because I would. If we are, I'll do B plus. If not, I'll do an A. Yeah, okay. they got. I thought they did well, and the only reason they sort of dipped off, and the only reason they're in the bottom half is because of the FA Cup. Yeah. Like, they were literally one point off of Wolves with like two games to go or three games to go and then just died out because they rested their players. Yeah, their last three, their last four games, they lost 2-1 to Wolves, 3-0 to Chelsea, 4-1 to West Ham and 6-0 to City. So <laughs> They had a bad, they, bad end. They had a bad end. <laughs> like, Probably what's season. left a bit. But, they, but yeah, but three, with three games to go, they were favourites to get the um, yeah. spot over Wolves. The FA Cup final was a bit disappointing because they, they were almost just happy just to, just turn, to be there. Yeah. yeah. But um, favourite player, best player? My favourite is always going to be Troy Deeney. Yeah. And you have Troy Deeney. Yeah. Uh, underperformer. I've gone for Isaac Success. Because <laughs> with, with a name like Success, <laughs> you need to be doing better. That's true. I'm going to Tom Cleverley. set himself up there. <laughs> um, Tom, Tom Cleverley, really? Yeah. I just... He's like a, a Henderson light. Yeah, I just like I liked him. I thought he could fit in the right system, but he's found his level now, and he's not a high level. He's like a worse Harry Winks, which is saying a lot. You don't like Harry Winks? No, I I like Harry Winks. I just don't think he's top top level yet. I hope that I'm wrong, but Uh, one to watch. Oh wait, did you do your your bad for one to watch? Yeah. Does Will Hughes count? He's nah, he's past it. Yeah. I've given up on Will Hughes. Yeah. I've gone for Gerard Delafeu. Okay. Because he started to look kind of like a bit of the player that he's supposed to be. Do you know what I mean? You know, he, he was highly touted when he was younger, obviously being at Barcelona, quite a young, skillful player. And I think there was a few games where he kind of carried them, you know, showed some real ability, some real quality. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if he carries that on. 
For me, the up and comer is Domingos Quana. The Quina. Portuguese guy. Yeah. 19 year old. Looked good when he came in to the side towards the end of the season. Didn't play in those last few games where they got hammered. Um, yeah, looks like he's a half decent player. He's really young, so he's got a good shot. There we go. Right. That was the bottom half. I think maybe in a few weeks we'll do the top half. How about that? Yeah. Maybe a bit more refined, a bit more work, a bit more prep. It'd be good. Um, I have to say, that's a nice looking trophy. It is nice. You've seen the inside as well. It's got yeah. like coloured flags and stuff. Some some trophies just not, they're a bit meh. But that one's that's no, The World really Cup good. one's terrible. Yeah. No, it's actually quite nice. Still, could be like the Ashes. The yeah, the World Cup yeah. one's. The really Ashes earn. Yeah. <laughs> worst, worst trophy in history. <laughs> it's so stupid. Um, Remember are, the bus tour? We are going on a bit long. I do have a game. Oh. But should we just go straight to front feedback four? Oh. Oh. Uh, or do you want the game? Let's finish on a game. Yeah? Yeah. Let's do it. Right. How long is it? Because um, that will give me time to yeah. get a front three and back four. Right. So this is the headlines game. Okay. Yeah? So I remember I'm this from last time. Yeah. I'm going to give you headlines with omitting uh, a player's name. And then you guys have to guess who it is. Um, you both get to answer. You can take turns to whoever answers first. Or you can write it down if you want to make note so we're not cheating. Should we go for it? Yep, let's do it. Right. Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo will not solve Man United problems, says who? Put your player name down. Or person. Oh, it's, it's a player. Or person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, got it. Yeah, go on, Dan. Who you got? I've gone for Rio Ferdinand. Who's yours, Mark? He's still writing. He's writing yeah. Rio Ferdinand. I'm going to go with Roy Keane. That's also a good shout. Yeah. Uh, you're both incorrect. It's Rooney. Wayne Rooney. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I did see that. Uh, <laughs> no, I did. Him. I actually saw the interview where he was saying they should spend between 30 and 40 million on five or six players and build a team around them. Yeah, because he said if they spend like 100 million per player, it's not going to be enough with some of the people that they need. Fair um, enough. And then he went on to talk about his time in the MLS. Um, so, nil-nil. All right. Blank, ready for talks over becoming next Newcastle United manager. Write Ooh. him down. Over becoming next man- Newcastle manager. Um, Blank, that could be anyone. ready yeah. for talks over becoming next United manager. I have no idea who that would that could be. <laughs> I'm going for it. Have you got yours, Mark? Yeah, I've just guessed the name. Right, Mark, go for it. I'm gonna go with Ranieri. Danny. He's at Roma. He's doing quite well. Uh, I've gone for Steve McLaren because <laughs> he's linked with everyone. It's Jose Mourinho. Oh wow! In light of their new um, the new ownership. The other one was going to be Alan Kerbishley, but never mind. Apparently he was told, telling his friends that he would be up for uh, managing Newcastle. Wow. As a well, new challenge. if they have 100 million or whatever. Yeah. Well, there you go. So still nil-nil. Jesus Christ. All right, next headline. Real Madrid said to offer blank to Man United amid £159 million transfer stalemate. Real Madrid said to offer blank to Man United amid a £159 million transfer stalemate. I want to go with another name, but I just feel like we have to say it. Uh, 
Go for it. Gareth Bale. And I've gone Bale. It's James Rodriguez. Oh. Uh, so I it. did think Bale seemed too obvious. Should yeah. I go somewhere else? But ah, that's annoying. This is obviously in uh, talks about Pogba going to Real Madrid. Yeah. But they uh, can't get enough money to buy um, Man United, what Man United want them to. So they're figuring, let's throw in James Rodriguez. World Cup legend. Uh, next headline. You guys are terrible at this. It's quite tough. Yeah. Blank bemoans lost joy of childhood and joins the outcasts with limited options. <laughs> what? <laughs> Say that again. Blank bemoans lost joy of childhood and joins the outcasts with limited options. What do you so, mean joins the outcast? Was it outcast the music? No, but the outcasts of players that... Um, well, essentially the story is... That Outcasts of players who... He's um, reading a headline. You've got to fill in the blanks. Yeah. <laughs> like this. I'll tell you what the story is once you get give me the name. I, I, I don't really understand the headline. Blank bemoans lost joy of childhood and joins the outcasts with limited options. The outcasts with limited options. Okay. Um, Just pick a player. Yeah. I think... It, uh, a young player who's no longer in contract, I'm assuming. Um, go for Peter it. Peter Crouch. I'm going to go for <laughs> Makeda. Makeda? Yeah. It's uh, Gareth Bale. Oh, come on. Yeah, it's just Barry Glendening's article in uh, The Guardian. And it's basically saying that um, when you what, the lost joy of childhood, when you're a child and you're playing football, all you do is think about football with your friends as you get older and professional. Uh, you become professional there's so much more things that take the shine of football away from you and the outcast with limited options is referencing players like Ozil and Sanchez who are getting paid too much but have been outcasted by their clubs and can't go anywhere so they're sitting in there they're, they're sitting on the bench not getting played but they can't go anywhere because they oh, okay. obviously cost too much great makes sense yep nil nil hope we got a tiebreaker yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the England game all over again blanks Stunned by Blanks Spain recall, age 34, and 1,229... 1, Let me start again. Blank, stunned by Spain recall, age 34, and 1,299 days after last cap. Okay. Have you both got it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Have you written it down? Yeah. Oh. It's Carzola. Yeah, I've got Carzola as well. Hey! So we have got some... Have we? No. What? That's the first one, right? That's, That's our first one, one right. 1-1. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, all got called up to the Spanish squad. Yeah, he won in the 4-1. This is after t- pl- not playing for almost two years because he had an infected, uh, was it Achilles? Uh, he had to have a, he, he nearly couldn't ever play again. He, he actually, could never nearly walk again. Yeah, he actually had to have a skin graft, I think from, from his, his forearm. forearm. Yeah. Yeah. So, have you seen his foot? Because you know he's got a tattoo. Oh, yeah, and that tattoo. So the, the skin which has the tattoo is now on his foot. It's yeah, really, really... an infection, which was, uh, yeah, yeah, not great. 1-1, one, one. right. Blank, house raided by armed robbers with wife Alice Campello and two one-year-old sons inside while he was away in Faroe Islands playing for Spain. Blank, mm. house raided by armed robbers with wife Alice Campello and twin one-year-old sons inside 
while he was away in Faroe Islands playing for Spain as a guest. Spain. Okay. You got it? I've got a guess. Um, who, he's, got, he's got two one-year-old kids, so he's yeah. probably quite young. And his wife, Alice Campello. who's decent. I've got a guess. Come on, Danny. Um, Come on, Danny. Um, it's I'm a long point. Just, just guess someone who plays for Germany. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, I'm trying to think of that Spain team. I can't even think who played other than Cazorla and Ramos. And Hermoso, but it won't be him. How do, well, come on. <laughs> Ramos. Sergio Ramos? Yeah. I'm going to go with De Gea. It's uh, Alvaro Morata. Morata. <sighs> Damn it. His house got robbed in Spain. Unlucky. Right. This is a double header. So if you get... This has got two names in it. Yeah? Yeah. If you get one... Name, you get one point. If you get two names, you get three points. Make sense? Yep. Good, good maths. Yeah, no <laughs> sense, but go on. <laughs> you get an extra bonus point for getting both right. Right. Jamie Redknapp outlines the main difference between blank and blank. <laughs> I th- he's on the TV right now, Redknapp. Yeah, I, wonder what, I wonder who he's comparing. Who's outlines the main difference between blank and blank. Yeah. I'm going to give you a bit of a clue here. Don't. Okay. Uh, Why do you know it? No. Well, then no, give no. us a clue. Yeah, then. Right, no. Go on. Give us a clue. This is because you need the clue. This is after the semi-final game between the Netherlands and England in the Nations League. Okay. So Jim Redknapp outlines the difference between blank and blank. Yes. Um. All right. Hold on. I better write it down if you're going first. Right, who've have you got yours down? Yeah, Mark. I've gone for Southgate and Pep Guardiola. Ooh. Interesting. I've gone for Van Dyke and Stones. Van Dyke and Stones are correct. Boom! Yes. Oh, well done. I knew we shouldn't have gone for a clue. Get it. <laughs> I was gonna. Well, actually, I gave you the clue. You were in Pep. I was actually. Right? I was actually gonna write Van Dyke anyway. I just wasn't sure who he compared him against. I was gonna say Delip, and then after that game, I thought, oh, it's probably Stones. Yeah. yeah. Oh. That was a rough one. I thought you might have mixed it up at the end with non-players. So no, no. Danny Wynn. No, that was that last one. Yes. Wonderful. That's why I thought uh, it might be something. Then second guess the the compare. Right, the game master. Front three, back four. Yeah. yeah. You guys ready for this? Let's get this done. Uh, yeah. Why don't I go first? Sure. You sure? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, is that right? Definitely. You don't want to change it up? <laughs> no. Nope. No? Nope. Right. In my front three this week is me. <laughs> well, it's me, and it's also a couple called uh, Fred and Leslie Higgins. Have you heard of them? No. Fred and Leslie Higgins won a Euro million jackpot of £58 million. Pounds. Can you believe that? But the reason why I'm in there, um, I'm in the front three, is because I am one of the few. They decided to voluntarily voluntarily donate 1 million euros each to a select few of individuals who received an email off them and I was one of them yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was wondering where this was going <laughs> so I've sent them my details and I'll be receiving my <laughs> 1 million euros or 1 million euros soon so I may not be doing the pod very soon boys I might be flown off so unfortunate for you guys brilliant yeah in my back four this week is Change UK 
Is that what they're called? The independent. Group. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Change UK splits the six of their 11 MPs become independent. So you probably know more about this than me, Mark, but Change UK were a group of independents who left Conservative <laughs> <laughs> and Labour <laughs> Party to create their own party, but they didn't do very well in the European elections. Oh, and yeah. They broke away basically to be, because they're Remainers, and then after the European elections, they just, they're, they're, diff, they're so, they're, we said because they failed to get a, a, a single MEP elected in yeah. um, the EU elections. Well, they um, don't have... No one knows what they... They don't have a manifesto. They don't have any belief systems. They've got half Tories, half Labour. So you don't even know which side they lean towards. Like, it was just, just, For me, it was just a bunch of people. I mean, it was led it, by Choco Muna, which yeah, is saying a lot. But, career people. Just, yeah, but it was, just, it was just them kind of doing this whole... You know, I, I don't know, like... Almost like a virtue signalling type thing. We're going to be this new party, we're going to be the cool group and we're going to make our own thing. And the then, Funny Tinge party, as, as they're known. The, the Funny Tinge one. Did you know it's the first, <laughs> first ever oh, interview when no. oh, they first became a party? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so there you go. They're not doing very well. And, uh, I mean, that Chico Moon, I'm not a big fan of. I think he's a bit of a snake. Um, so, which goes to show that it was never going to be anything of any real substance. And, uh, yeah, it is what it is. But they, they, they tried... And failed. So. All right. Uh, how? I'll go next. Do you want to go? Yeah. Go on then. I'll go uh, first. <laughs> so my front three. I'm just throwing it out there. Is please do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was the D-Day uh, anniversary? So oh, okay. that was in your front three. That's, That's your front. You <laughs> literally just googled it. <laughs> I was just going to go with I haven't got one. Well, that would have been better. No, but did you see the... Death of thousands. Well, no, the, the <laughs> celebrations of it this week, like thanking the soldiers, they had them up on stage. There's still a few of them alive. Like, oh. that's that's why, um, obviously, love him or hate him. I know you love him, Chris, but Trump was over <laughs> this last week. Like, it, He's got it some actually good was, ideas. But it was quite a nice ceremony. He's, the speeches were all quite nice. It was a time where you put politics aside and you you put opinions of Theresa May aside and say, do you know what, this this is, is actually quite quite a nice celebration for these guys. And, and celebrating just, the country we love. <laughs> yeah. But it just puts in how like lucky we are not to have ever, ever been in that. So... <laughs> Very good. Yeah. My, now that I put politics aside, my back four politics is coming back into it and it's the Tory it's leadership 9-11 <laughs> it's the... sometimes you're just so thick <laughs> it's, um, it's just like go on, go on. the Tory leadership campaign so okay. I don't know if if any of you because I know you're not that clued up in politics know who Michael Gove is yes of course I do so, he's uh, the drug the drug the lord drug. himself <laughs> the drug mule sniffy mcsniff face <laughs> as, as he's known on the streets where he's yeah. from but yeah there seemed to be uh, so there's a leader sh- so obviously Theresa May said she's going so there's all these guys now coming up and saying okay I want to put my case forward obviously Tories are known as being conservatives rich not not in touch with the people so fairly one, conservative yeah so so one of the ways they try and act like look i'm just like you guys is bring up a story of oh when i was at university 
I, or in Gove's case, when he was a young journalist, I did drugs just like you common people. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, so you openly admit that you did cocaine. And then he's like, yeah, quite a few times while I was working. It's like, well, you voted to extend prison sentences for those getting caught taking drugs. He's like, oh, yeah, I was just lucky I got away with it. And you're like, the ignorance of what he's saying is just... Amazing. Yeah, but he's he's not the only one, but I'm not going to go through him because the list is just too long. But it's just when you get these people saying oh look i'm going to try and relate to common folk here so i'm going to say i did a criminal activity because that's what we have in common it's like i do drugs too kids well how many <laughs> didn't inhale the cocaine just put it in his mouth so he takes drugs and takes them wrong yeah <laughs> anyway great go on, Dan. uh my back four this week is qatar well actually it's fifa but basically because of Qatar. Qatar. I don't know if you heard. They have been awarded... The World Cup. The next two Club <laughs> World Breaking Cups. Breaking news. So the next two Club World Cups have been awarded to... Da, 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 Qatar. So this December, Liverpool are going to compete in the Club World Cup in Qatar. And then next year, the Club World Cup will be in Qatar. And it's all in preparation for a wonderful World Cup in Qatar. Who says money doesn't speak? Yeah. Strangely, I almost don't mind a little bit because... <laughs> Because it's a nice holiday. they've already decided Qatar's doing the main World Cup. They're building all these purpose-built stadiums without enough reasons to use them. So here's a way of like saying, okay, you've got stadiums. We can do a test run by doing the Club World Cup there. We can... Uh... It's just all a bad idea. That's oh, the problem. Yeah, it all yeah. stems from a bad idea. But actually, I don't think this makes the bad idea worse. I, I think, think it just highlights it. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's know. ridiculous. Anyway, that so that was my back four. In my front three this week, um, which is a bit of a homage to yours uh, back four last week, Chris, uh, it's, Ke- it's Keanu Reeves. More specifically, it's Keanu Reeves' puns. I don't know if you've seen this on Twitter yet, but there it is doing the rounds, and there is Keanu Reeves' puns, which are hilarious. So there's basically, the format is Keanu Reeves as a blank, and then it's a play on his word. So, Keanu Reeves as a gardener. Keanu leaves. Or... Keanu Reeves goes. To, Keanu goes to Barnes and Noble. Keanu Reeves. So start reading. There's some actually really clever ones. And uh, like Keanu Reeves saves Christmas. Keanu Reeves. Or um, that's the good one. No, hold on. Uh, uh, where is it? Um, Keanu Reeves rewatches The Matrix and regrets his role in rem- in making it. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> there's there's a few. Anyway, I was going through it. There's some actually really funny ones. So in a homage to Keanu Reeves and the terrible John What's Wick. What's the best one? Uh, oh, there are hundreds. I don't know. Um, so you didn't even read it you just saw the headline Keanu Reeves practicing divination Keanu reading tea leaves <laughs> I quite like that one <laughs> anyway that was uh, my fun three people just make these things viral like I just I, 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 I tried so many times when I was on Twitter to, to make things viral and just <laughs> you were so bad <laughs> just would not work Keanu Reeves defeated Keanu concedes <laughs> it's really clever right an hour and a half of good podding that was. Sorry, listeners. I know you're going to moan about it. Imagine we did all 20. Oh, yeah, yeah. gosh. All right. Um, so Danny's off for a couple of weeks. Thanks for letting us know. Yeah. Um, well, I did. Yeah, I know you did. Thank you for letting us know. That's what I'm saying. You're welcome. Um, we'll talk about some football next week. How about that, Mark? Yeah. Yeah, good. All right, see you. Bye. Bye.